0: And the internet, and we need need to be much more careful and much more mindful, because in a sense we're always on trial with the other six billion people in the world. We can't uh, cordon ourselves off and say, "Well, this is just for you," or "This isn't to be repeated," and so on. And transparency becomes, um, uh, I would say, you better be prepared that everything you do and say will be known. The notion that uh, somehow email can be deleted is nonsense. Once those once those digits are set up, they can never be eliminated. Now, when you talk about these five minds, you're really talking about having each of them within an organization, not just within an individual. Am I correct? Absolutely. If we find somebody who's got a five-pronged crown and has all of them, that, that's great. Um, but I think often you know, you might have somebody who's quite disciplined but needs other people who are better synthesizer or more creative, and as long as they are willing to recognize those people and give them uh, license to explore, then, then that's fine. Respect and ethics, however, are not things that you can delegate to somebody else. If you don't behave respectful to others, if you um, kiss up and kick down. and If you yourself are not ethical, realizing what are your responsibilities as a leader and as a citizen, then you can be sure that that will not be found elsewhere in your, in your institution. You mentioned that you did consider other minds. What were some of those and why did you discount them? I thought about the market mind because so many things nowadays are in terms of sales and buying and, and value. I thought about the technological mind because It's so important nowadays to be able to master the new technologies. Uh, I thought about the democratic mind because uh, that's what we hope will uh, emerge around the world. Though I think we've learned you can't impose it on people. Um, But you know, if I were to keep adding minds, in a sense, the uh, the power of the of the message would be diluted. So I picked the five minds which I thought at once were clearly very important. That I thought I had something to say about them, and that I thought had a kind of logic to them, with discipline being necessary for synthesizing, synthesizing being necessary for creating, and then turning to the human sphere. Um, You have to begin with respect, but at the end, you have to end with ethics. So there is a kind of a method to my madness. But if you were to say to me, are those the only five minds, I would say, of course not. Do you think that people can develop these minds by themselves? Well, I would say, you know, fool uh, has his, he chooses his own lawyer for himself. I think that probably we all ought to be monitoring these, these things in ourselves and things like synthesizing. There aren't a lot of schools I can send you to. Um, but I, my feeling in general in life is we can need, use all the help that we can get. And certainly uh, nobody walks around and says, I'm unethical. But I'm afraid that when you talk to other people about what you do or when we use what we call in Boston, the Boston Globe test. If, the, if tomorrow on the front page of the Boston Globe, above the fold, you know, there's an article writing, written about everything that you did at work in the last 10 years and your mother's reading it, uh, you know, th- that's the real ethics test, and not whether you look at yourself in the mirror and squint and say, gee, I'm a, I'm a pretty good fellow or gal. What is the role of professional training in developing these five minds? I prefer the metaphor nurturing. Uh, uh, nurturing means you set up a milieu where these models are present, and you encourage people by modeling, by giving them feedback, and so on. I have nothing against a course in any of these, but far more important than a course is a place where every day you see your masters, the people who are um, your supervisors, and your peers, the people we work with every day, as embodying. Discipline, synthesizing, creating respect and ethics. If you have a milieu like that, it's pretty clear who fits in and who doesn't. And you have to have consequences. If somebody behaves unethically, they don't get a lot of chances. If somebody pays, behaves disrespectful, they don't get a lot of chances. Um, when it comes to creating and synthesizing, I don't think we expect that of everybody. But if that isn't well represented in the company, I think the company is likely to uh, be outflanked by companies or or institutions which have that combination of discipline synthesizing and and creating. So there's another responsibility for an executive, which is to coach their teams to develop their five minds as well. Absolutely. I talk about horizontal support, vertical support, and periodic booster shots. Vertical support means the the people in authority in the organization exemplify and encourage these traits. Horizontal is your peers. Who are they? Are they creative? Do they synthesize? Are they respectful? Do they behave ethical? One of the very troubling findings from our own studies is so many young people now exactly what, know exactly what it is to be ethical and want to be ethical someday, but they say, we can't afford to do it now because we think our peers are not ethical, and they're getting away with stuff, and someday when we get to be rich and famous, then we'll be ethical. That's a slippery slope argument which almost